Hey, before we get started, I've got a special offer for you. It's not what you think. I'm going to do one email for you, a newsletter for you, absolutely free, and it includes a 20-minute phone call with me free. I'll create that email. I'll send it to you. I'll even upload it to your email system if you want. What you need to do is to go to my website and click the Contact Ken button and let me know that you'd like to take advantage of this and I'll send you details. Okay, let's get on with today's podcast. Should you buy a list? Yes or no? That's one of the topics Hank Hoffmeyer and I are talking about during this episode. Are you ready to make more money? A lot more money? Welcome to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. Ken is a world-renowned email marketing expert. He'll help you 10x your business with email strategies that generate more sales, a lot more sales. And now, here's Ken Countess. Hey, it's Ken Countess, and welcome to today's episode of Everything Email. And I've got a really special guest with me today. It's Hank Hoffmeyer. Uh, Hank is with iContact. He and I met years ago. Uh, we were actually, we shared the stage at PubCon uh, in South Florida, uh, teaching people who attended, mostly geeky type people, nerdy type people who are into web things, uh, teaching them about the importance of email marketing. And, and uh, Hank and I have been in touch since that time. Uh, we share a lot of commonality and we're both focused on small business and especially email marketing. So I invited Hank to be uh, with us today, and he graciously accepted. So, Hank Hoffmeyer, welcome to the Everything Email Podcast. And thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show. It, it, I'm excited to talk about marketing, email marketing, and anything else in between. So, thank you. Awesome. Great to have you. Well, tell, tell everybody, I know a little bit about you. Why don't you tell our audience about you and uh, eye contact? Great. Well, my name is Hank Hoffmeyer. I am the digital marketing infotainer. I like to make marketing fun and successful. I work with iContact. We are an email marketing platform that serves, humbly serves small businesses since 2003. Hard to believe we're celebrating 20 years as of next year. I've been with the company for 12 years, and hopefully that shows you that email marketing is something you need to pay attention to because I've been in it for 12 years and I still believe it is one of the most powerful marketing channels you can use. And I'm also the incoming president as of tomorrow while we're recording this, I will be the incoming president for the AMA Triangle, which is the American Marketing Association uh, chapter in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm excited to network and help other marketers learn through that organization and then through eye contact, empower small businesses to grow and succeed beyond their wildest dreams. Wow. Well, number one, congratulations to the company on uh, just about 20 years. And that that's that's an amazing achievement in and of itself. Congratulations to you on your ascendancy to the presidency uh, tomorrow. And and as Hank referenced, we're recording this uh, in uh, midsummer of 22. So if you happen to catch this later in the year or sometime in the future, uh, we are actually recording this on June 30th of 22. So anyway, I'm just delighted that you're here with me, Hank. And so, so you've been in the email marketing industry for a long time. I think uh, we, if we were comparing notes, we probably got into it right around the same time. What inspired you to get into email marketing? 
Well, I, I guess I stumbled into it uh, in a previous life, life or 12 years ago. I was actually in staffing. I was in staffing for 12 mm. years. Uh, wow. I helped place uh, professionals as well as uh, factory workers, you name it. I worked with people, helped them with their resumes, placed them with client companies, worked with companies to find great talent. And I got the itch to follow my passion to work in technology. I have always been a computer nerd, built my own computers way back when and helped family you know, with being near tech support. And I just wanted to get into technology, some kind of company. And at the time, I was trying to sell into eye contact to become a staffing provider. And then talking to the HR person at that time, uh, I asked if they had any openings and they told me about an opening in sales. And that is history. I ended up starting at eye contact and stumbled into email marketing. Um, I knew a little bit about it because I've owned my own business over time and I've done marketing for myself. But I never really knew the ins and outs of email marketing. I thought you create an email and you send it to people and you make money, right? Which is what most people think. But there's just so much more under the surface. It's almost like an iceberg. You only see the tip when you just start a business. You Here, you have to use email marketing. But when you know about email deliverability, using automation, segmentation, all this other stuff, you, your mind becomes blown. And I've learned to love it over the years. And I have many t-shirts with the email uh, on it, different sayings, <laughs> different graphics all that. I really do love email marketing. And like I said, I actually stumbled into it. And I guess it was uh, uh, a love that was found and, and nurtured over time. <laughs> marketing pun there. That's that's so great. I, um, you know, it's funny that you present this the way you do, because when people talk to me about email marketing, they say, well, you've been a marketer for such a long time. Don't you do all marketing? And I said, well, I can, but my passion's in email for all the reasons you mentioned, right? It's when you know a little bit about email marketing, you really know a little bit, right? It is the tip of the iceberg. And I often say to people, I could talk for a month on email marketing and never run out of things to talk about. Exactly. Because as simple as it can be, there's a lot more to it. And, and it's as much an art as a science. All right. Would you agree? Well, yeah, you can do it or you can do it better or more successfully, right? It's with anything. That's why I feel you and I and other marketers you can't just know email marketing. You have to know social media, website, SEO, because it all works together in some aspect or another. That's why I need to keep up with trends on TikTok, Facebook, SEO, whatever it is, so that I can tell people how email marketing fits into that or vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's one common myth about email marketing, Hank, that you would like to debunk? Right. I'm not going to sit here and say that you know, email is dying, right? Because that's what everybody keeps saying. Email is going to die soon because social media is going to take over. The metaverse is going to take over. Uh, but your know, myth is that I feel since my niche and eye contact's niche is small business is that we don't need email marketing. I think a lot of companies feel like they can get away without having email subscribers and sending emails. They can just find an influencer on Instagram or post on Instagram, do Facebook ads and be really successful. But keep in mind, folks, especially with social media, you don't own those audiences. If you get banned from Facebook, you just lost all those followers, all those subscribers that are watching you on Facebook. Whereas the email marketing, you own those subscribers you have. It's portable and you can take it anywhere. 
that's why it's important because you have those subscribers and you can have a personal one-on-one conversation or make at least make it feel like it is when you use email marketing. Yeah, so true. Funny that you, you mentioned that phrase about is email marketing dying. I I get to ask that question a lot and I know you do as well. And And what I point to is it wasn't all that long ago that Intuit bought MailChimp. Intuit's got some pretty smart people, and I'm sure that they wouldn't have invested $12 billion in a dying industry. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. So, I mean, you can make the argument that they bought the MailChimp mailing list, and obviously there's probably some truth to that, but, but they certainly bought the technology because they believe in it, and they use it as well. Yep. So what, what, what one piece of advice do you think you would give somebody about email marketing? What's first and foremost, what would you say? We already alluded to it. it. It's do it right. Learn the best practices, learn the fundamentals, make sure you're starting there, you know, collect email addresses in the right way. Don't buy a list, act like a cat dies every time you buy a list and you'll never buy a list. So just don't use purchase lists opt in people so they're subscribed to you and want to receive your emails. This way they open them. Make sure you send a welcome email right away. Welcome them. Use automation and segmentation. Just make sure you're doing the right things. I see a lot of people come in and say, I want to use email marketing. They have a list, they upload it, and it's every week or every month, they just send an email out to that whole list. Sure, does that work? It works. Is it more effective? No. If you do a lot of the above average items then using more features and doing things with value, you'll get more results. So the advice is do it right. Excellent advice. What's one thing you wish you had known when you got into the email marketing industry? Not even just the email, I guess in marketing and and Hull is, I wish I knew the speed at which things change. Algorithms, deliverability, needing to do different things, you know, how email renders and different email clients, whatever it is in marketing, I did not realize how rapidly it changed when I first started. Yeah, and and it continues to change, right? Uh, You mentioned deliverability, and that's certainly something that we didn't talk about five years ago in the industry, and we do certainly talk about it now. I'm going to ask you to just um, dig deeper into or or talk a little bit more about the why you don't buy a list. Because I've got got so many people, and, and I know you do too, right? And they say, hey, I'll just buy a list. That'll be easy, right? And I'll get the results I'm looking for. Let's talk about why you don't buy a list. And how much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) We may wind up doing part two. Right. I'll try to give the Reader's Digest version. Uh, Okay. And and you could tell I'm a storyteller and because I'm a speaker and you are too, Ken. uh, You're walking down the street and somebody in a trench coat comes up and opens it up and says, (laughs) 5 million email addresses, only $50, right? You're so tempted, right? Because it's Mm. so many people for such a cheap amount. You say, sure, give me that list. You bring it back. You upload it into your computer. What you're going to find is a majority of that list is stale. In other words, the email addresses are not valid. Therefore, they're going to bounce. A lot of them will not even know who you are, and they're going to end up marking your message as spam, or maybe they'll be polite enough to just unsubscribe, or worse yet, they'll just ignore your email. Why I'm telling you these things is there's good things and bad things that happen to an email when you send it out. The good things are opening, clicking, you know, starring it in Gmail, forwarding it, or even going into your spam folder and saying it's not spam. Those are all positive things. The negative things on subscribing, bouncing, marking the message as spam, and 
not even touching your email or ignoring it or really bad and negative things that happen. And there's a thing called a domain reputation. You have your company, xyz.com. Every time you send an email, it's being graded kind of like a credit score. The good things, raise your credit score. The bad things, lower your credit score. You buy a list, you're probably going to significantly decrease your credit score. And I'm going to make up a number. Say your credit score is 50. We don't know what the magic number is. Nobody does. But you hit 50. And I'm going to say Google, because they have the strictest algorithm, Google's going to say, hey, XYZ.com does not have a good domain reputation. Let's send a majority of their emails to spam. And then there's always that person that raises their hand when I'm talking. Well, a lot of my emails still go to the inbox and they're opening it. Well, yeah, sure. If they're engaged with your email and they're opening it, they'll continue to get it to the inbox. But those new subscribers you get, they'll probably never, ever see your email. Now, sure, you're going to buy those 5 million email addresses. You may make a million dollars off that one email, but the damage you're doing is almost, almost irreversible. And you're going to cause more harm than you are helping yourself down the road. It's like a flash in the pan and then you've done damage and you can't recuperate easily from that. Hopefully that was a great story to tell people the importance of email deliverability because Think about it. You, a lot of people know Facebook. If you don't get likes, comments, and shares, a lot of people don't see your posts, right? I think it's, what is it? 1% now is actually the number. It used to be three or five, and now yeah. it's down to one. Same thing with email. If people don't engage with your emails or show uh, Google and all the other providers that they want your email, you more people won't get it, I guess is the, the way to say that. Yeah, so true. And, and Gmail is a great example because over a billion uh, people use Gmail. The other one too, uh, probably equally strict, is Apple, right? Apple domains, iCloud.com, me.com, mac.com. Very easy to get blocked by Apple and, and you won't even know it. Right. right. And that's another damaging thing of using a purchase list is you can become blacklisted uh, and then also hit what's called something called spam traps. And obviously we could spend a lot of time on that, but blacklisted means that your email is going to get rejected. It's not even going to go to the spam folder. And then uh, the other one is spam traps. It's the email addresses that exist, but not really. These providers turn it into a spam trap and be sent to it. That's how you get on a blacklist. Yeah. Excellent advice. Well, listen, uh, I would love to have you back uh, at least for one more episode, maybe a couple more, because there's just as as you have so well articulated, there's so much more to email marketing than just uploading a list and hitting the send button. So uh, thanks so much for joining me. If you could step into my shoes, Hank, what would you have asked that I didn't? Well, I guess for me, I like to be asked what drives you because if you haven't noticed, I have a lot of energy. I speak really <laughs> fast. I speak with passion uh, and I bring that same passion to eye contact, to uh, helping us get better features, helping us uh, assist clients. And when I'm talking to a small business owner, same thing is it's, I love what I do. My passion is I do it because I'm helping others. I don't want to have any self-interest in what I'm doing. Um, same thing with like my career, you know, title and salary is kind of important. You have to make a living and you need a title and or at least on LinkedIn you do. Right. Um, but really it's who you're working with. It's my teammates, it's my leadership. And more importantly, it's our customers. What drives me is helping other people succeed. It's really what I want to do at the end of the day. I kind of feel like I have the please disease. I want to please everybody. And with you and me, like 
you said, let's do some more episodes. You know, hopefully we can start the Ken and Hank show because combined, you and I have so much knowledge, so much information, and the same desire to help people succeed with email marketing. People just need to realize that it is a superpower. It is something in your marketing repertoire that you can use and be successful as long as you do it right. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Hank, where can our listeners find you online? Where do they connect with you? I do a lot of work for eye contact. I'm on the blog. I do a lot of webinars. I do workshops. I speak at conferences. Find me, talk to me, reach out. You can also go to my website, hankhoffmeyer.com. It's almost like the shoe cobbler's problem. You'll probably see that my website looks a little outdated. It is. I haven't really updated it in a while, but all the necessary information is there. Follow me on all the socials. Search for Hank Hoffmeyer. My name is unique. I take up at least the first two pages of Google organically. You can't miss me. That's awesome. Hank, thanks so much for joining us today. And to those of you who have been listening, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Everything Email Podcast. My guest today was Hank Hoffmeyer with iContact. Uh, look forward to having you join us next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it. Be sure to visit kenisemail.com to sign up for Ken's mailing list. You'll get great marketing tips every week in your inbox. Have questions? Send Ken an email. It's ken at kenisemail.com. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Every week you get great tips on how to use email marketing in a way that makes you more money. With an ROI of 36 to 1, if you're not yet using email, you really should be. Learn more at my website at kenisemail.com. And if you'd like to learn how to work together, go to kenisemail.com slash packages. kenisemail.com slash packages. We'll see you next week.